and welcome to Mindful of Everything with me, Agrita, a podcast giving an insight to the minds of deep thinkers, where in each episode I'll be discussing various thoughts and questions deep thinkers often find themselves mindful of, from topics such as climate change to self-development and everything else in between. So, let the journey of mind unravelling begin now. Climate change has become one of the biggest issues of the world. It is absolutely everywhere that you go, whether you open your phone to check the news, whether you're on social media, whether you're on the bus to work or the train to work, you will somehow see a climate change poster, a climate change campaign, a climate change alert, a success story, a disaster story, it goes on. Everyone is ultimately talking about it in some way or another. But why haven't we still done enough? Or why do we continue on to do things that are contributing to climate change? That should be the question, but it often isn't. People often argue that climate change shouldn't really be a priority. There are many other world issues, global issues that are affecting our society that we should be focusing on more. Not only that, but it can get sometimes very confusing when we talk about climate change. For example, the issue of plastics has become a major problem. You can see many organisations trying to limit our use of plastics, especially single-use plastics. And so when we're talking about plastics, and then we're talking about climate change, people often see them as two separate issues. Or at least, even if they want to make a link, they get confused on how they link. How is our plastic use affecting the climate, essentially? And I understand, it gets very confusing. Sometimes I also have to sit down and think, how is it all relating? This is why I've decided to create a series of episodes in which I will be explaining why exactly climate change should be our priority when it comes to global matters and when it comes to regional and local matters. This episode is more like a introduction to the series I will release in the future where I will be giving three main reasons as to why climate change should be our priority. Like I said this episode will just be an introduction so it'll be a sort of summary for those topics for those reasons that I think climate change is very important in today's society. First of all, I would like to start off with definitions. So when we say climate change, people often relate that to global warming or think global warming is the same thing as climate change. It isn't really. Global warming is actually the effect of climate change. So it's one effect of climate change and it is in the term, the heating of the globe, of the earth. And... When we talk about climate change, we usually include all of the different effects of climate change, whether that's sea level rise, ice caps melting, droughts, etc. Global warming is actually a more of an outdated term now in terms of scientific terminology because it is only describing just one effect of climate change and it's not looking at it as a whole or as a more complex issue. Despite that, I think we should still be using global warming, at least in an informal setting, because just imagining the entire Earth heating up because of human actions 
has a greater impact than just climate change. When we talk about climate, we usually mean the average weather of a particular area for a very long time. So that could include temperature, humidity, pressure, wind, rainfall, etc. I actually have a problem with using the term climate change purely because climate change is supposed to happen. Many people forget that climate change is a natural part of the Earth's system, of the Earth's atmosphere. It needs to happen to sustain life and when we talk about trying to tackle climate change or trying to end it, that is completely wrong. We need climate change to happen so we can actually live. But the rate at which climate change is occurring at is not natural. So instead of really saying climate change, I think we should say enhanced climate change. For instance, when we talk about the greenhouse gas effect, when greenhouse gases get trapped in the atmosphere and obviously trap sunlight, we're using the term enhanced to emphasise that that greenhouse effect is no longer natural. It is basically the same thing with climate change. By saying enhanced climate change, we are emphasising the fact that climate change is no longer working at a natural rate. It is much more enhanced because of human activity. Scientists instead use the term anthropogenic climate change or human-induced climate change. The main reason why I think climate change should be our priority is that planet Earth is a globe, which means that every single part is connected to each other in some way. You have a massive interconnectivity going on on the Earth. And so one change absolutely anywhere on the Earth will impact us in some way or another. What's unfortunate is that the extent of impact from climate change varies across the globe. So that's why you're seeing forest fires in California or seeing floods in Bangladesh or seeing islands being affected by sea level rise, such as the UK. Depending on where you're located on the world, you will be impacted according to that. And that is an unfortunate fact. But that doesn't mean that just because one part of the earth is being affected, the other part won't. Like I said, we are interconnected. And so every single action or every single change that's happening absolutely anywhere on the earth, it will affect another place and it will affect the globe entirely. The IPCC, so the UN's Intergovernmental Panel for Climate Change, has a very, very good summary up for policymakers. I'll put it on my website. That shows all of the stats you need to know in terms of climate change, in terms of past events that have affected climate change and what we should do in the future. Throughout those stats, there is a very, very high confidence that humans are the main reason why climate change has reached the extent that it is today. Scientists have to state some sort of uncertainty or some sort of confidence when they state statistics because there is obviously some sort of uncertainty in findings. But because it's such a high confidence, it is very, very likely or near to 100% likely that we are the main reasons as to why we are seeing the drastic changes in climate today. It is safe to say that we are the most dominating organisms on this planet. We have absolutely covered every single part of the earth that we could cover, whether that's the ocean, whether that's the land, whether that's even Antarctica, even if no one rules over it. 
they're scientists they're trying to work and try to understand for instance the impacts of climate change but we have basically dominated the entire earth we are you can say the superior organism of this planet and because of that we have altered the entire climate system that just shows how massive of an impact we have on the planet and because of this climate scientists have actually thought about changing the name of the epoch that we are in right now to Anthropocene or at least ending the epoch that we currently were in which is the Holocene to a new epoch the Anthropocene that doesn't just highlight our dominance over the earth that shows just how powerful we are that we are now able to change the earth systems based on our actions so our actions are able to change the entire earth the entire way the earth functions and so if we are able to change the earth in such a negative way i'm pretty sure we have the power to change it back or at least change it in a positive way so destruction won't keep occurring at such a great extent that was just a small little introduction to this episode now to move on to the three main reasons or the three main areas of climate change that makes it the priority of our society at least for me and i hope after this episode and after the series of episodes i release you will think the same the first reason to why climate change should be our priority is pollution an action that is not only affecting the planet as a whole but is also affecting the climate when i'm talking about pollution i mean air and waste pollution and of course both of them can be branched out into many different forms of pollution we all know how air pollution is affecting climate change it is a direct feedback into climate change the enhanced climate change that i'm talking about so it is the emissions of greenhouse gases and those are obviously causing global warming and impacting climate so it's altering the climate it's altering the composition of the atmosphere waste obviously includes many things and it also includes plastic but for now i think i'll focus on plastic waste and food waste which are two major components of waste that impacts absolutely everywhere on the planet when we talk about food wastage we usually see it as a societal issue which it is because wasting so much valuable food when that could be used to feed people that don't have enough money to eat food or eat to eat healthy food it is a societal issue it is an issue that is ongoing and there are solutions to it but i still think it is a major issue especially in wealthy countries such as the uk but very few people know that it is actually a climate issue and it does have some sort of impact to climate change and if it is continued at the rate at which it is continuing then it could have a bigger impact producing food actually uses a lot of emissions itself so from actually producing the plant all the way to transporting it to the destination and then packaging it and then again transporting it to local supermarkets or markets and then the consumers using it that is a lot of emissions already emitted without the consumer even knowing that is a basic form of consumer fetishism where the con- consumer has absolutely no idea how their product has been produced when we see food we just think oh yes you know 
big fields, green, it's all good. But most of us don't even realise that, first of all, the food that we're having usually comes from overseas. Most of us probably know that, but it is something that we just never even consider. At least for myself, whenever I go to a supermarket, I never do look at the packaging to see where it's from. I usually just pick up whatever I like and then just buy it. So, of course, you have that large carbon footprint to actually transport that produce. But then the packaging itself is using a lot of emissions. And most of that packaging is plastic, which now links into the second waste that I would like to talk about, which is plastic. Again, like I said, plastic waste, plastic use, it has become massive. And we are seeing how plastic is affecting everywhere. Mostly in marine ecosystems, it is a larger problem. But we are seeing landfills, we are seeing all of that plastic washed onto beach shores or just lying about. I look outside my kitchen window and I see so many plastic bags just floating about. And even though someone will come and pick it up eventually, you don't know where that plastic is going. And that plastic isn't being recycled clearly, it's just being thrown into the bin so it will end up into the landfill. So we can all agree that plastics are a major issue and we should really, really try to reduce our single-use plastic waste whenever we see companies, especially online companies, sending us so much plastic packaging that is not necessarily necessary at all. We should be making an effort to contact those companies and actually voice our concern about it. When we go to the shops, we should be trying to limit our use of plastic straws. We have all seen that video of that turtle online or on social media. That turtle that has a plastic straw in it and when the people pull it out, there's blood everywhere. We've seen that video so many times, but still there are plastic straws being sold. I do understand that plastic straws are actually being reduced quite a lot by many companies, which is great. But plastic packaging is still a massive thing. So yes, we know... That plastic is a major issue and we know that single-use plastics are a problem to the environment but how is it all linking to climate change of course it's impacting the environment it's impacting us it's impacting animals but how is it really impacting climate change again i will have a separate episode on this but it is basically the same as food waste from extraction to production to use in some way, it is affecting climate change and us as a society as a whole. The next area of climate change that I think is really important to discuss about is agriculture. When we talk about emissions, we usually very quickly say transportation, fossil fuel burning, etc, etc. Agriculture is something that we just look over. We don't even consider it as something that will be impacting climate change or even having a large enough emission to contribute to climate change. Very few people actually know that the vast amount of greenhouse gas emissions actually come from agriculture. In fact, it has more emissions than transportation, than electricity, than manufacturing alone. Around about 30% of our greenhouse gas emissions actually come from agriculture. That's that just there. That's pretty scary. All those farms that we see full of cattle or all of those crops that we see, those big fields full of crops, those are all producing much more emission than the aeroplanes flying across the sky or the cars going across the road. 
agriculture is not just about crops it is obviously about livestock as well and livestock has a major part to play in the emissions that agriculture produces of course many of our food items have large carbon footprints like i said for instance when you pick up a bag of oranges you'll see it's from spain or if you pick up any other thing it'll say it's from another place so that itself has a large carbon footprint but livestock produce the majority of the agricultural emissions that I'm talking about, especially cattle ranches. Cows produce a lot of methane, so you can imagine just how much methane is produced from one cattle ranch. Not only is emissions a problem, a lot of water is also used for agriculture, and it may be used sustainably in wealthier countries or in developed countries, but when we're talking about poorer regions, they aren't irrigating well or they aren't farming well so that is another issue that comes into play and of course it becomes a societal issue but then their actions are somehow impacting the climate in that region and again like I said one change in one part of the world will ultimately affect the entire planet. This nicely links to my last reason as to why climate change should be our priority or the third reason as to why climate change is very important for society today. Climate change is a societal issue as well as an environmental issue. By calling climate change a societal issue, you are now not only leaving climate change for people that are enthusiastic about climate, climate scientists, environmental scientists, or people that actually care about the planet, but you are now calling climate change an issue that is impacting absolutely every single member of society, regardless of where you're from, regardless of where you want to go, regardless of where you're living right now. Climate change is impacting absolutely every single person and it isn't just the concern or it shouldn't just be the concern of people that are more enthusiastic about protecting the earth than others. It should be a problem that every single person should be worried about and it should be a problem that every single person should be trying to reduce in their own way. Literally linking back to how scientists are thinking to change the name or at least start a new epoch called the Anthropocene. The reason why climate change is impacting us in such a drastic way is because of human actions. It is only because of us, or at least we are the biggest contributors to current climate change. So we all need to collectively address this. It is no longer a thing for just climate scientists. This is affecting everyone. We are all living on planet Earth. So one change is not just going to affect climate scientists or people that are more enthusiastic about the environment. It is going to affect absolutely everyone. And it doesn't matter what you're studying right now or what you want to become or what you are or what your profession is, where you're living, it will affect absolutely everyone. And so climate change should really be seen as a social issue issue that is affecting every single member of society whether they know it or not. As I said at the beginning of the episode climate change is impacting different areas at different rates at different extents not just because of geographical features but also because of societal structures and this is where poverty comes into it. Very few people or at least very few people discuss how related climate change and poverty actually is And this is an area where I really want to go into. I want to make my career in this. 
just because it is an area that hasn't really been consolidated when it comes to careers and it is mainly because many people don't really see the link. Regions of less power are usually much more impacted by climate change because they don't have that understanding or they don't have the access to sustainable practices. They, the people there don't really have any understanding on how their poor practices will be impacting the climate and ultimately impacting them. And of course, it's not the problem of the public. It is a problem of the governments that are running those regions. They clearly don't care about how the climate is impacting their region, how the public's practices are going to impact the climate. And so those people continue on trying to grow in a very unsustainable way. Their growth becomes short term. It becomes a short term thing and they just end up collapsing. And those people just have no idea what is happening. We all know that environmentally damaging practices are never never sustainable because if you continue to damage the environment whilst trying to be successful, that system that you've created will eventually collapse and success just won't be long lasting. In addition to that, the legal limits for emissions are always so much lower in poorer regions of the world. And again, it is because the government or the governments over there obviously just care about profit. They only do care about profit. They don't care about how the public is suffering or how those emissions will affect the health of their region. Or at least even if they do want to care, they don't have the access to sustainable practices such as wealthier countries do. So it is a matter of opening these practices to the poorer regions, to the regions that don't have access to sustainable practices, therefore making climate change a societal issue. From poverty, you have another societal issue that branches out, and that is female rights. Women and children are estimated to be more vulnerable to climate change than men, and figures show that women are actually 80% more likely to be displaced by climate change than men. This is because women in developing regions are more of the primary food providers or primary caretakers And so when events that are linked to the climate, such as floods and droughts, impact the area that they're living in, they usually have to displace to take care of their children. We've heard so many stories of women and children travelling so far for water supplies, so you can only imagine how more they'll have to travel when events such as floods and droughts impact their area. When a flood happens their water supply that perhaps was closer to their home will get contaminated so they'll have to look elsewhere. With droughts, their water supply will get dried up so they'll have to go elsewhere. Ultimately, climate change does affect women and children much more and leaves them more vulnerable than perhaps what they already are. What's worse is that when women and children are displaced, they are at higher risk of being sexually assaulted, abused, because they don't have their protection of their home anymore. Again, showing that these climatic events that are happening at a perhaps higher frequency than what they used to happen are leading to this chaos, this societal disaster. Again, emphasising that climate change is now a societal issue and no longer just an environmental issue. Which again shows that climate change is a very important societal issue that we need to, need to address and need to make our priority. So to summarise, 
the three main reasons that I think that climate change should be our main priority for today's society is that pollution levels are increasing, whether that's air pollution, plastic and waste pollution. Our agricultural practices are producing, in fact, the most amount of emissions when we look at all of our actions combined. And that climate change should be really seen as a societal issue and not just an environmental issue. These three reasons are basically the main categories. And so you can absolutely link these categories together. You can also branch out into different issues, different global issues. But ultimately, climate change is linking all of us together. And so if we are not addressing climate change, how can we expect to address other global issues? Just as an ending note, I saw a quote by a climate activist. I don't know who it was and I don't remember it word for word. But it was something like, I don't care if you recycle or not. I don't care if you love the environment or not. I don't care if you do all of these green things. It is all up to the government to try to do something. It is the government's fault that they're not doing anything. And, you know, it should be them that are doing everything that they can to reduce anthropogenic climate change. And I do get that we can do absolutely everything, but it is the government that are placing those laws in place so society can live in a more sustainable way. But if you look at absolutely any sort of revolution or movement in society, it all started off with one person saying that no, this is wrong and we need to fix this problem, right? That's how revolutions happen. That's how changes happen. When that one person thinks in their head that, okay, I need to make a change. And so it happens with the individual action. It happens with individual action. And I just felt like that quote was sort of belittling individual action. It is true that just us recycling or doing our thing is not going to be it. It's not going to be helping the problem massively. But if we all individually think and become conscious about our actions on the planet, about how we can limit our plastic use, about how we can limit our electricity use, about how we can be more sustainable, only then will we be able to challenge governments to change their ways to implement laws that can help the rest of society become more green, become more environmentally friendly. If that one person or if those few people don't think about their actions, don't think about recycling, aren't thinking about food waste, etc., then you won't be having people challenging the government like they are now. So it all does start off with individual actions. And I really didn't agree with that quote saying that it's all up to the government. You can't just be relying on top-down approaches. You need to also be doing bottom-up approaches as well. And that all starts from here. That all starts from you. If you as an individual aren't caring about the environment, then the government won't because they won't be seeing any sort of challenge that is coming their way. Not just the government, organisations as well. If we aren't complaining to organisations, emailing them day after day, saying they need to reduce their plastic waste or they need to be more sustainable, they need to be more green, then those organisations won't do anything because they're not being challenged. They're not being told by their consumers that their production is just unenvironmental, not environmentally friendly. So I think we should change that quote to, yes, I do care if you recycle. Yes, I do care if you're complaining to companies 
about their waste or whatever thing that is ultimately impacting climate change because your one action will help inspire others and others will help challenge those companies and the government to do something more about the issue of climate change. Again, to reiterate what I said in the beginning, climate change is no longer an issue for climate scientists, for people that are trying to go into an environmental career. It is no longer for them. It is for absolutely every single person in this society because we are living on planet Earth. Regardless of where we want to get to, whatever our career choices is, we are on planet Earth, so we need to care about what we are doing and how our actions will impact our today and also our tomorrow. Thank you for listening. I hope you've gained a little more insight to what it's like to be mindful of everything. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button on your favourite podcast app to be up to date with episode releases and go over to my website mindfuloveverything.home.blog to get more information. This is Agrita with the Mindful of Everything podcast and I shall see you next time.